0: This is best friend of the show, Monica Cabina, artist and colorist on Batman The Adventures Continue.
1: Hey, this is Jordan Gibson, artist of Batman The Adventures Continue, and you're listening to the DCAU Review.
0: Hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming at DCAUreview.com.
1: And on your favorite podcast app.
0: Welcome, everyone, to another exciting bonus episode of the DCAU Review. I am Liam, and with me, as he always is, is Cal. Cal, we had a little delay, um, which we, we can talk to a little bit a, a little bit later. But we are finally back with the next exciting issue of Batman The Adventures Continue number, uh, Season 3, Issue 7. <laughs> too many numbers uh, too many
1: numbers it's been too long i mean i don't get me wrong i enjoyed the little mini vacation <laughs> that the adventures continue offered us uh, not not for great reasons of course but uh, it was it was welcomed it was nice not to have to record a, a extra bonus episode every couple of uh, a couple of weeks here but uh, I At long last, it has arrived, and we are here to discuss this issue, which is the follow-up to where we left off last month with The Offer, Part 2. And, of course, this is written by Alan Burnett and Paul Dini. And uh, with art, we have three different artists on this month's issue. We have Ty Templeton, uh, Norm Rapmond. And Jacob Edgar, uh, as well as of course, best friend of the show, Monica Kubina, uh, back again for Colorist, and then Josh Reed is our letterer. We'll talk a little bit about our covers and a little bit here once we go through our uh, our recap of the issue, and then our our discussion of the uh, of it and the artwork here. But uh, yeah, Liam, this is a this is an exciting issue we picked. Uh, if you, if you- didn't check out our last review i don't know why you'd be listening to this review but if you recall we left things off with catwoman and uh and the return of the court of owls uh, as they were in hot pursuit of her all throughout last week's episode eventually revealed as uh, as they were attacking both poison ivy and Harley Quinn, and uh, boy, what what an action packed issue this turns out to be! As we pick <laughs> things off, right where we left off, as the Court of Owls uh, have uh, have landed on, at where Poison Ivy and uh, Ivy are hold up with Catwoman there, and uh, they are there to uh, to to for whatever reason reasons unknown at this point, they are in hot pursuit of Catwoman, and demand uh, demanding that. Poison Ivy and Harley hand her over. Uh, there is a brief scuffle that includes Poison Ivy using several different plants as weapons. Uh, we are reminded of course, that the, the Talons, the Court of Alice Talons are undead zombies. So uh, that means we get plenty of, of violent action here in our first sequence. As uh, some of them are beheaded. Some of them are smashed Uh, We get a lot of violent actions, both from our heroes and uh, from our villains. So we get, uh, get this brief scuffle that uh, eventually leads to the talons retreating, at least for the moment, Batman left stroking his chin, not quite sure uh, what the, what they are up to and what the reason for their return to Gotham is. Uh, We do, do get uh, Batman showing some, some great concern of course, for Selena as uh, she's, a little worse for wear and after this brief scuffle and after running away from the talons, uh, Batman, uh, Showing up at poison ivy 's uh, estate also is awful convenient for him because he 's going to kill two birds with one stone she 's going to help keep watch over Selena, but he also asks her to do some observation and to break down this special grain that Rachel Gould had given him if you recall last month the mm-hmm. uh, the aforementioned offer in the title was that uh Rachel gould was at it again once Batman to take over his uh, his his uh his operation and uh he's said that he's given up on on the using the lazarus pits he's accepted that death is uh is imminent and near and that he wants his lasting legacy to be this special grain that is uh able to continue its growth feed millions and uh and batman is uh suspicious as he has every right to be that there might be something up with this grain. So he does ask poison Ivy to help him to sort of break down and kind of, uh, give him a better understanding of what the grain entails. And, uh, during this, we get to Bruce, uh, or batman rather uh you know asking for their help and and being a little bit kinder maybe than we're normally used to and uh we do get uh some some a reminder that uh bruce and, or batman and selina are indeed uh part-time lovers i don't know how you would describe <laughs> them an item at times interested in each other romantically uh but uh yeah it, bruce uh, batman decides uh he and robin are going to take uh, take Catwoman to a quote unquote safe place Robin reminds Batman that jail might be the safest place for Catwoman <laughs> to go but uh, Batman instead takes her to Tabby's Tavern which is a, I guess a, a play off of the cat name so uh, takes her to a nice place to, uh, to hide out and hold up for now uh, while he kind of gets the background story of just what exactly happened and why the Talons were after her
0: that's right. So we get to Selena's sort of flashback here, as uh, she was going to break into a uh, make another make another heist at a uh, at a jewelry store downtown when the Talon simply showed up out of nowhere and swarmed her and grabbed her and locked her in a cell. She they show that quite a bit of time had passed as she was uh, in a cell for several days. We see her marking each day on the wall of her cell. And uh, after after several weeks in the cell, she sees a bunch of the Talons bringing in Mil- none other than Man Bat. Of course, we had briefly seen uh, that Batman and Robin had taken him down recently at the start of the previous issue. But uh, in his struggle with the Talons, her cell is damaged, and she's finally able to escape. And uh, just sort of went went running, looked for looked for an opening to get out of there. And that's when uh, when we found her last issue and uh, after a bit more uh, flirtation much to, much to Robin's disgust he'll understand when he's older <laughs> um, he, uh, he's, he's still not Robin's not sure what to make of it but uh, Batman is sort of making uh, some uneasy alliances between uh, this with Catwoman and of course the Poison Ivy as well and now knowing again that Man Bat could be involved he, uh, he heads over to see none other than Francine Langstrom another uh, original B-Task character returning here. And uh, it's clear that uh, Francine has had enough and she's, uh, she's in fact leaving town and uh, has finally given up on Kirk after all these years and uh, has decided that uh, she needs to move on. And she actually gives Batman a bottle of pills as we found out that the Man-Bat formula has been replicated and simplified to such a degree that just one of these pills is enough to, uh, to start the transformation now. And she decides to leave. And we, uh, we see Batman sort of discussing things with Gordon briefly. And uh, as he returns to the cave, he's got a, he's got a visitor. Uh, it's none other than Raish al Ghul and Ubu, who uh, proceed to have dinner in Wayne Matter with Bruce and Tim. And uh, Raish is once again sort of making the, the hard sell to him. And uh, kind of uh, makes an interesting appeal that uh, he says he knows that uh, that Bruce's uh, his his promise, his vow uh, to save Gotham, is uh, is a surrogate for the thing that he couldn't save, and the thing that he can't restore is family, and that uh, he has a chance to uh, create a new one with uh, with Talia. Which uh, you know, spoiler alert for the main comics. Uh, that's exactly what he did. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, we're, plan- we're planting some seeds here. Tim's still very distrustful as Rache as well. Uh, from there, we cut to uh, the Bat Cave where Batman is talking to uh, to Ivy over the Bat computer and alerting her that not, uh, and she's alerting him that uh, the the special grain that Raish has uh, showed that is supposedly this wonder food it's uh well it doesn't appear to be deadly or toxic however it uh, grows at a very rapid rate and uh, also when she says she says she has the ability to sort of connect and commune with all plant life but for some reason particular strand of vegetation is not uh is not able to bond with her the way that other plants are so she thinks there still could be something suspicious though she doesn't know quite what it is and uh again they just need to get a better door lock on the batcave i guess as now talia shows up and uh, is kind of once again making that uh, that same plea for for batman to take on uh Ra's al Ghul's place and uh and to uh, to be by her side but just then robin runs in and uh and alerts and alerts batman that there's a new message on their comms line and that catwoman has uh, has made contact and something uh something is afoot with these
1: courtavals yeah and then uh, you ever have that uh, that awkward moment where your ex meets your current no, <laughs> no. you're one girl you one girlfriend meets your side chick i don't know what exactly i don't know how to compare this but uh something we get a uh an interesting interaction here is we get batman robin talia and catwoman all interacting with one another catwoman talking about how she's quite familiar with talia even intimates that she's stolen some some of her uh valuables from her and uh, and uh, in the meantime, we do get the, the backstory as Catwoman has kind of put some pieces together uh, and found exactly uh, maybe the entrance to where the the Court of Owls and uh, the Talons specifically are hanging out. We do get the uh, the main. Uh, the main they call it they dub him big bird uh, but uh, perhaps the leader their leader hanging out he's got this cool gold shiny armor and these uh, giant wings that he's that he's wearing Uh, so we as uh, as they follow them into this tunnel uh, they're they're immediately uh, we get the the uh, we get the first little kind of tussle between a couple of them, uh, and uh, and Talia is quick to chop some heads off with her sword. Uh, we get some uh, additional fighting, but they're they're kind of done away with pretty quickly. Uh, as they, they enter through these catacombs and different tunnels, uh, Count One remarks that she recognizes it as uh, where she was being held for that period of time, uh, where manbat was as well. Uh, and as they continue closer and closer, as they're getting closer, the uh, the rest of the talons uh, seek seek uh, some revenge for maybe their fallen fallen undead companions as they begin to attack the the entirety of the group. Uh, again, we get uh, we get Batman and Talia and Robin and Catwoman all working together to try and take down the majority of the group. Uh, but uh, once we get down to the last one. Batman holds him up and it wants to know what's going on. What's the plan? Why was Catwoman taken? What was Man Bat? Uh, why was Man Bat taken? What's at the root of all of this? And uh, the the Talon plays it off and says everything uh, involved thus far has been general insignificance. And that uh, the the Court of Owls wingspan spreads far beyond Gotham and uh, that he'll soon discover just exactly what's going on as uh, he releases some additional monstrous looking, I guess they're rat, rat dog things. I don't know. It's not they're just they're they're evil looking. Dog-like creatures, sort of well, resemble the apocalyptic dogs, too. A little bit. The other devil dogs, devil dogs, dogs? Hell hounds. Hell hounds. Say, devil, devil dogs,
0: something Hellhounds. hounds, hell Say devil
1: dogs. I think are a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> or a hostess treat. One of the something other Something like that. But yes, it, it appears <clears throat> we're in for uh, quite quite the battle as we get these monsters surrounding our group of uh, of uh, heroes question mark slash slash and their and their uh, accomplices. As we get uh, the conclusion, the epic conclusion, at that, so we get our cliffhanger leading to next month's finale. But yeah, uh, so that uh, that is exactly what happens in this month's issue. I liked it. It it felt uh, jam packed. I did feel like there was yes. a there was a lot that they had to get through. I think we've talked about it a little bit here. The pacing of this season has been. Uh, has felt rushed at times. It almost feels more like back where we were in season one, where it was just like all of these ideas. And I don't know if this has to do with the fact that, um, you know, maybe they were told this was going to be their last hurrah. And they had all these ideas or thoughts that maybe were planned out over additional seasons or things that they wanted to get done. Um, Cause it really feels like, with how we started with the season, the, ep- the issue that, uh, that friend of the show, Kevin Altieri worked on, which was a, f- a fine, fun issue, but really was a standalone and looking at a, a eight issue miniseries, it feels almost like wasted, wasted space in a way. Like you're, you, it didn't really advance any of the other plot threads that have kind of played out. Um, so you got to wonder, it's like, okay, so they added the extra issue from what they originally planned on doing so that they could get more of this stuff in, but it does feel very, very rushed. And I, I think we've talked about this maybe each season, but how they're going to wrap this up in one final issue, all these different threads and, you know, put a bow on some of these things. I, I, I do not envy them because I don't know how you're going to tie this all together uh, I mean, I'm sure looking back at it next month, we'll be like, oh, well, that makes exact sense. But how you're going to do it without making it feel like, you know, a giant conglomeration of ideas is smushed into a, a jam-packed issue that's overwhelming uh, is, is beyond me. So uh, it's very action-packed. It's very, I, I thought it was paced. This issue was paced pretty well. Um, it just leaves me want, wishing that there was more of a, more of a opportunity to kind of flesh some of these things out. Cause it does very much feel like you get kind of get a little bit of something and then it's whoosh onto the next thing, whoosh onto the next thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I liked the issue. I'm intrigued for where things are going to end next month. Um, You know how these interactions between Catwoman and Talia play out. What ultimately are the talents uh, up to how does this play into the to the race stuff is Hamilton Hill coming back, you know, he get he got a name check in the issue. Um, I think you theorized last month that the, you know, whatever serum it was that was used uh, that uh, the, the, one of the talons were undead people. So how that ties into Rachel Gold's, uh plan that, that we've known all along is he's up to something. What is this grain? How does the grain thing fit into it? The, the, the Langstrom's too, like uh, Francine Langstrom, that scene felt, almost like what there has to be something here in the scene that's going to be called on maybe a next issue, but it almost seemed like it didn't need to be there. So I don't know. There's a, there's a lot that I'm kind of questioning as to how they're going to wrap it up, but I'm, I'm excited to see how, it, how it ends. So I guess this issue did its, did its job for that reason. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it definitely. I think creates a, uh, an interesting, an interesting, conundrum i would guess from a narrative perspective for the for your final issue mm-hmm. as you like you just said there's just seemingly still so much to wrap up and how it all comes together but uh but yeah we'll, we'll have to wait and see there yeah as far as uh you know we we always uh, we always save the basis of speculation for for last but uh yeah i mean there was a lot to pack in here you had left on the cliffhanger of the the talons attacking harley and ivy and catwoman so you had to deal with that. You had to deal with you know, kind of continuing the thread of Raish and and Talia tempting, tempting Bruce, and and now sort of Tim being more directly involved with the story. Um, I really enjoy Robin's place in this story, as I often do. But I think especially in this issue, I think he's uh, he's a lot of fun as kind of the uh, the the voice of reason, uh, just to remind <laughs> to remind Batman that you know all of these all of these people that you're making deals in alliance with have probably tried to kill you at least once. (laughs) If not more than once. But uh yeah, I think I think that's fun. And then uh yeah, you, you set up this kind of wild like I said, a lot more action. We kind of remarked on that in last uh the last issue we covered that that was a very plot heavy episode with with Bruce and Tim on vacation and Bruce going to the submarine and learning about this magical grain and you had to kind of get the backstory of race, not the, uh, you know, the Lazarus pits no longer sustaining race. So uh this one felt more like almost like a, a reset in that way. And then, uh yeah, there's, there's a lot, uh, a lot to go into. And then, we can, uh, we can move there. Like I said, we'll we'll save our, our little bit of speculation that we always have for uh, the final issue. We'll save that for the very end. That's our main event, gal. So uh, before we get to that baseless speculation, which we are famous for, uh, <laughs> we will, of course, spend a few minutes, as we always do, talking about the art, uh, mostly the interior art, though I will mention the main cover this month was by uh, Juan Fer- Ferreira. Uh, apologies, I'm I'm sure I'm butchering that. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, another few uh, great variant covers, including a, a very fun one with uh, the Riddler by Raphael Albuquerque, a uh, Cliff Chang variant that sort of invokes the original animated series, and uh, another great uh, title card variant by uh, by the great Hayden Sherman as well, uh, who also has a great Batman Beyond variant this month. So Hayden just killing it with the uh, the DCAU, DCAU homage covers this month. A twofer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So credit to all of those great artists on the covers. But yes, as you mentioned, Cal, at the top, when reading our credits for this issue, we have really three artists to talk about. In addition to, of course, best friend of the show, Monica Cabino on colors. We have Ty Templeton, uh, who, as mentioned, has uh, as has, he has publicly spoken about, has dealt with some health issues uh Uh, sort of flaring up over the last few months and so uh, he did work on part of this issue along with a uh, Norm Ratmund a pretty famous artist and writer and inker on uh, on several uh, on several uh, I think I think he did a lot of like Justice League International which Ty also worked on so not a surprise to see them uh, linking up again to uh, to help Ty across the finish line on his page and then we have a, a newcomer to our, our our list of artists for Batman, the adventures continue that being Jacob Edgar, uh, who has, uh, has, uh, has just kind of a a, a different take on the, uh, on the BTAS DCAU TNBA style, but uh, I think it still fits in this world. I will say it's almost page to page that we go from, from Ty to, uh, to Jacob seemingly in this, in this issue. Mm-hmm. and and the the biggest thing and I, and like I said I don't think one is wrong or right but the biggest thing for me is the uh the length of batman's ears fluctuates greatly uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh throughout this issue and I and I know uh Mr. Edgar on his twitter mentioned several times that he kind of he kind of wanted to create more of a a hybrid style uh, of the you know the TNBA style and the original B-Task style and then maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of of his own, you know, his own personal style worked in there. And I think that's great and that could totally work for this book. But it's just like immediately there's just a few shots of Batman and of Catwoman where it's like that's the ears are just the ears. The ear length fluctuates and it is <laughs> so it is, I think, noticeable. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just noticeable when, you know, when it shifts um but between between perhaps ty and and ty with norm and uh and then with uh with mr egger coming on the book but that being said i think there's some really uh really striking images of this book there's one that uh i think uh i forget if, if jacob or if uh if perhaps monica had shared it but there's just a shot of uh of Ivy when she's on the computer screen talking and she's kind of given the people's elbow and it just looks like every or people's eyebrow, uh kind of cocking the one eyebrow. And uh she just looks like everyone on a zoom call. Like <laughs> she just looks so fed up with the world. But I, I I, really like uh I believe that's Jacob Edgar on those pages. I really like his his, uh, his interpretation of uh, of Ivy especially and also fortuitous timing perhaps but uh Harley is in a cowboy outfit that's pink and a little bit of brand synergy there, perhaps, as uh, Harley's live action actress happens to be in a pretty popular movie right now. I don't know if anyone's heard of it called Barbie, uh, that, <laughs> that that color. And I think that exact outfit maybe even made it into uh, into that movie. So that's a fun little uh, an Easter egg to throw out there is uh, at least the, I, I assume the pink cowboy hat was a Barbie reference and, and by 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 extension, a Margot Robbie reference. Prince, but perhaps i'm uh i'm mistaken there but i don't it, think it, it, did, <laughs> it did stick out to me there
1: i bl- i even think that i saw that uh best friend of the show uh had mentioned uh being inspired perhaps by all ah. that. so i uh, i dare say that you're not uh you're not drawing too many uh conclusions with that one that are unfounded so <laughs> yeah i i think it's it's not a coincidence Absolutely, but uh, yes, uh,
0: like I said, so we have a couple different artists. This is more of an action beat uh, issue. Both of the, the first couple of pages where we have Batman and Robin facing down the talons and then we get uh, Selina's flashback where she's sort of racing through the sewers and and then uh, the ending bit there where we get kind of a few variations on the, on the talon design. Um, as mentioned, there's one that sort of has like an open mouth that's sort of decaying uh, and then there's the sort of the bigger bulkier ones that are kind of colored covered in these, in this gold armor with these sort of bright orange-ish, uh, goggles. Um, so I really, I really like seeing the different Talon designs as well. and then, uh, probably, I think, I think if there's like one shot, I'm going to remember it's where, uh, the, the one of the, the Talon with the wings on his back is a uh, racing to uh to meet batman and his crew and he sees first he sees the the decapitated body of one of his fellow talons and then uh, we get this sort of half 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 page splash of of all four of our, our characters batman robin talia and catwoman all sort of leaping at him with this sort of bright purple uh background behind them i think that that's a great great iconic shot but uh I feel like I've been talking for a <laughs> while. What's uh, what stood out to you as far as uh, visuals uh, in our art for this month?
1: Yeah, going back to the to the start. Um, it, yeah, you can obviously tell that this issue was was done by different artists. Um, I liked Mister Mister Edgar's take on things. You know, it mm-hmm. is it is um, you you. I think you hit the nail on the head in that it is. Um, Anytime that you have multiple artists working on the same issue and you're reading it, it can kind of take you out of it for a a minute for your brain to to readjust. I will say the huge benefit to this particular issue is the fact that Monica's colors, it just kind of in some ways really camouflaged what could be really jarring, I think. Um, I mean, the Mr. Edgar's take on the the pencils and stuff like that isn't that different than uh, a, a normal TNBA style. I think he has a little bit more exaggerated facial expressions in some some of uh, what I assume are his his panels. Um, and uh, they're a little bit more angular than. The typical squared off thing uh, visuals that we would see with with Ty's artwork, but overall, I think the fact that Monica is so incredibly talented and is able to just kind of is kind of the glue that holds it all together for this issue for me is that she's able to just kind of like, yeah, this is all the same because look, everything's colored the same. Your eyes will adjust. It's just, you're <laughs> kind of looking at it a little bit differently. So I think that helps with a lot. Um, the fight sequences at the end are so fun. Uh Both the visuals, you know, the Mr. Edgar's pencils and the way that, you know, the, the different, poses that the characters are in batman's these kind of super dynamic poses you mentioned that one shot of all the of the heroes kind of together uh, you know uh coming down on the the one talon and his shocked expression um the couple pages later you kind of break from the normal uh panel sequence where you kind of have more action sequences that are broken up and they're not squared. They're off. They're also kind of angular. You get different triangles and different shapes that those panels are, are broken up into that whole page. There's not a background in any of those scenes. It's just, Different shades of orange and red and and uh, and yellow that are kind of all mixed in there. I love the way that that kind of breaks up and and really communicates the action that's happening in those sequences and the, the fight between the Talons and the and our group of heroes. I really like the one shot that uh, as Batman is is giving the interrogation to the to the last Talon at the end. You just get a, a close up of the of that Talon's goggle and you see Batman's. A reflection in it. I thought that was such a great looking shot. Yes. Uh, just just a really cool trick. You know, just a, a really neat neat piece to look at. Um, I also think some of the way that you know some of the shots of Catwoman, the way that she's kind of moving or posing, in those classic you know uh, hand down, knees bent kind of kind of rooftops uh, stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the classic Catwoman look. I really 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 like those. So, yeah, I I think you're right. I think um you know I, in a in a perfect world you would have one artist specifically you know m- maybe mr templeton giving him the chance to kind of finish things off get well wishes from us here certainly absolutely um but hey y- y- you know life gives you lemons lemon sometimes and i i really do think they made a, a pretty tasty glass of lemonade with with <laughs> what they ended up with here um monica really kind of went I love the 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 green shades that she went with and the poison ivy scene at the beginning. You get lots of different various greens. you get the cooler green you get the the more neon green uh you get the red sky mixed in with that, you know, but you you really hammer home that this is a this is an ivy scene this is plant lady this is whatever you want to call her you know <laughs> you get the you get the green there the sewer scenes that that kind of follow up with that darker grungier dirtier browns blues blacks. Uh, the man bat scene i really want to know how man bat fits into this to be honest i'm really curious as to what that's going to end up it's got to be those pills right it's got to be something with it. i'm, I'm getting to baseless speculation me, me, Sorry, they meet me in
0: the baseless speculation station and right. i have a thing about that
1: that's right and uh and yeah and then of course these uh these demonic dog rat creatures at the end also terrifying um let's let's hope mm. that they're not like uh like the evil evil rats from batman beyond so it's <laughs> the only thing we can hope for that uh, the tortured dana but yeah overall uh, i i think the action sequences are punctuated with some some pretty good art uh you know monica killed it again with the colors um they even had got to have some fun as i mentioned with the undead members of the talons uh you know guys jaws being dislocated and broken and teeth flying out and hardly even gets to decapitate one of them with a little bit of blood flying out so that's not something you always get to see either uh whether in uh, animation or in a in a in a uh, batman tie-in comic so yeah uh a a solid effort by everybody all around really, really, uh, kind of, you know, making a, taking a bad situation or something that could have could have gone really poorly and kind of marrying a couple of styles together that didn't, or that gelled pretty well together, I think. So, yeah, I think a solid effort all around. Yeah. And
0: if, as if we could, we could ever say enough good things about Monica's colors, but again, working with multiple artists across this book, we talked with her about that earlier this year, when we had her on the show, but, um, but yeah, multiple artists within the same issue, I'm sure, presents even even more challenges. But yeah, I, I appreciate what you said. I think, especially in Mister Edgar's take on Catwoman, like she's never just like standing like a normal person. Like she's mm-hmm. perched, or even when she's standing upright, her back is kind of arched. You know, her head is moving in kind of interesting directions. So yeah, I think uh, the the posture and body language of uh, her compared to say Talia or or Poison Ivy or some of the other women in the issue is a uh, is a really uh, is a really nice touch on uh, on the artist part there. And uh, Cal, that will bring us to as as mentioned the main event of uh, of this, which is of course where we baselessly speculate one final time for now, as this is the uh, the seventh of eight issues of this current season allegedly the last season that we we're going to get of Batman the Adventures continue. Now you mentioned uh Man-Bat already and I will just throw out that in the the famous uh Batman and Son uh, storyline which introduced Damian Wayne to the comic books there is a, a sequence there where uh, several members of League of Assassins are turned into man-bats and Batman fights like a whole army of man-bats
1: hmm. so
0: I do think that could be Italian with as we've said uh, other allusions to Bruce perhaps starting a family with, uh, with the El Ghouls with Talia in this one I do think there's a chance we could see just like a whole host of man bats and, and these weird rat things and whatever else, uh, whatever else that uh that uh that might uh other crazy creatures we might see uh cooked up by the uh, by the league of assassins in the court in this final issue but i i could see a more direct homage to that uh that story written by uh which is written by grant morrison and art by andy kubert so yeah. um, pretty iconic introduction of uh damian wayne that also happened to f- feature batman fighting like a thousand man bats so
1: there you go well, I'm going to double down on the uh, the speculation station from last month, and that is, uh, I I truly believe they, especially with now we have interactions between Catwoman and Talia, I really think that we're going to get maybe a a cliffhangers, you know, shocking reveal that uh, Talia might be with child by the end of this this uh, this issue, Ooh. setting up for. A non-existent follow-up <laughs> involving a, uh, a a Damian Wayne reveal, or maybe you know opening that door if they ever do want to return to this uh, to this uh, later on at some point. But uh, yeah, I, I will double down with that. I will also go on record my speculation uh, in saying that uh, I, I think we will get a Hamilton Hill return. I think the name check. Mm. Uh, from, from commissioner Gordon in this, and maybe this, maybe this disqualifies it as baseless. Maybe that is the base in this case. Uh, but, uh, I, I would say that, uh, that Hamilton Hill returns, uh, maybe leading the army. We get, uh, we get him the big reveal and then hopefully, Hey, maybe, Do we get do we get Batgirl here? Do we get Nightwing? Uh, Do we get anybody else helping or is it just going to be Batman and Robin against uh, an army of zombies and man bats and uh, (laughs) and uh, other other creatures?
0: Yeah, it's a good that's a good question. It would be fun to see the the whole team together uh, for the final issue, especially for if we are if this is the end for the time being. So, yeah, that's something I would certainly uh, cross my fingers and seeing some sort of a grand final superhero team up to uh to end end our series here but yeah i think uh i think whatever whatever's in store we will of course be back next month to cover that finale in uh, batman the adventures continue season three uh it's been a long time coming we've been doing these we were gosh we were in the throes of covid when the first season (laughs) started and uh um, feels like yesterday and at the same time so uh, excited to kind of look back on the series uh, maybe maybe go a little bit uh, into the series as a whole and uh, as we go or maybe that maybe that's even like an extra episode after the For issue review sure. is a uh just a uh, a retrospective, uh, so to speak, on uh, on the whole series and what we uh, what our, our biggest highlights were. So
1: more content uh, and bonus episodes, you say? We're Count we're me always
0: in. looking for a way to milk this this book for for more uh, for more bonus episode ideas. So we'll uh, we'll certainly figure out something down the road. But at the minimum, we will certainly be back next month to talk about uh, about that bonus episode. Uh, about the final issue of Batman. The Adventures Continue, Season 3. But uh, we do want to thank everyone for listening today, whether you do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or of course, if you're listening on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, you can head to youtube.com slash Tower and get content not only from us, but from uh, several other DCAU podcasters like the Jump on the Batwagon podcast, where James uh, from the Watchtower Database, along with one of his good buddies from childhood, uh, are going back and rewatching the DCAU in uh, episode air date order. As, and uh, that gets very convoluted and fun. And then, of course, Tim Talk's uh, entire back catalog as well up there. So you can head to the Pod Tower and support us that way. You can also support us more directly and monetarily. Uh, there are ways to do that in the show notes, which you can check out. But uh, however, you do the easiest and freest way, as we always say, is just to make sure you're subscribed to us on your preferred platform. And hey, if your podcast app allows you to leave reviews or give us five stars, uh, we'd really appreciate you doing that. And uh, if you send us a screenshot of that and you do it, we'll uh, we'll try to give you a shout out and uh, and chat with you and, and thank you for that as well. So. Uh, we do appreciate that. And for those of you who do support us uh, directly, like I said, there are ways to do that in the show notes. But, but hey, that's enough shameless self-promoting. Cal, can't wait. We've got one more of these uh, Adventures Continue reviews to come and maybe some other stuff afterwards. Uh, and uh, we can't wait. But until then, I'm Liam. And I'm Cal. And we'll be back soon with another episode of the DCAU Review.
1: Bye-bye.